Hi everyone. Good evening. Welcome to a Tamika Michelle podcast show. And today's podcast show is going to be called a very, I think it's motivational, what I'm about to say. Again, thank you again for coming to this podcast show. Bring your ear closer. Bring you and you and all of you. Come closer. Come on. Come closer. You can take notes if you like. I will suggest that you will. Uh, The name of the subject today is called Don't Give Up. Don't give up, folks. I know it's hard out there. A lot of folks are going through some trying, all of us are going through some trying times. And yesterday, I was challenged. What I mean challenged? Challenged in my arts to not give up. So the name of this podcast show is very simple. Do not, you don't give up. Now, I know a lot of us have obstacles, situations that, well, breaks our focus and distract us a bit. You know, I don't know you, but I'm going to tell you how I be feeling sometimes. I'm going to say this phrase. you probably heard it before. For those who love music, I love music. You ever heard the phrase, I feel like a motherless child. I am not a child anymore. And I'm not at anyone's beck, beck and call. And some people, they let they show they, they real who they are. I think what, where I fall short with people is that I'll befriend somebody and I took him as a friend, right? And this friend, maybe this is you too, or associate, if you dare to call, because a friend will be there, a friend will support you, a friend will interact with you, a friend won't keep making broken promises and use everybody, everything, and everyone in their world to do it. That's not a friend, that's a problem. Now, the person, I'm not going to put people's names on blast, especially not on social media, who does that, right? Come on, we got other things we have to deal with. But I've done that repeatedly to myself, to people, and sometimes I, it makes me question, it doesn't make me, I'm sorry, I take that back. If you're a friend, or you have a husband, a mate, None of them should make you question your worth, your value, why they keep cutting you short. The truth is, there's something wrong with you if you can't see it. I'm not saying taking responsibility for one disappointing you. No, you don't do that. But if you keep dealing with it, you are in a dysfunctional relationship. That could happen with, uh, I hate this old family up under us, under family. That could happen with friends family who are your friends, who you consider a friend. I mean, y'all have a, a lifetime of years and time and energy and tears that y'all built together, your friends and your family. I don't live in my home state. I haven't lived in my home state in many years. I don't live around my um, blood relatives. See, there's a difference between having family that supports you 
that you actually pick versus people who, well, <laughs> for whatever reason, you grow up with them. And for whatever reason, these people are still who they are, which is a part of the negative, miserable people. And you know what? I think some of us, okay, I can't talk about you. I only put the example and the blame on me as an example in hopes of you not giving up. Where I fall, have fallen short, I don't say how I feel all the time. I try to save people feelings. I'm a caring person, okay? And I think because I've been hurt a lot in my life that I say to myself, oh, don't say that to people. Even if they did that particular thing and it was just cause to tell them how you feel, a lot of times I don't honor my voice. I don't know about you. Maybe you have no problem doing that. And kudos to you. That's That's great. But some of us, We make mistakes and cut our, we rob ourselves by not honoring that voice. So lately, what I have been doing is I've been honoring my voice. I've been speaking up instead of holding the, the pain and anger in after someone mistreat me. Back to back, I had some issues. So what do I mean by, remember I said this subject matter today is don't give up. I was discouraged in so many different ways. People who I consider like family are more like foes or more like frenemies. I hate to say those things, but I hate to lie to myself neither, so I'd rather tell myself the truth. And maybe you have those type of distractions in your life. And if that's the case, let me tell you something was strange about this particular person that did me wrong. This particular person that did me wrong, they're not related to me, okay, by bloodline. But I consider them a friend. This person blamed their family for their reasoning of, and it's not like I'm asking them to do business. So I'm going to tell you something. I ain't trying to do business with every damn body. I'm being real for a minute. And I don't know you and what type of business that you have, but can I tell you something? When you're in a business, for those who have been able to elevate their art to where they can produce products and sell it and it has been selling, look here. Don't do business with everybody. Everybody ain't worthy of your time, your energy, and your effort. If anybody tell you that creating whatever product that you create uniquely didn't take time, energy and yes frustration and stress they lie into you they lie into you simple as that if there want no you know sacrifice involved in it so don't think that your product whatever product that you do see i have other friends who are artists um point blank he's a hip-hop artist and his music is cool and he has melpabilia check him out p-o-i-n-t capital p O-I-N-T blank B-L capital B-L-A-N-K. Then I have another friend. I actually grew up with this person. And I bought her work. And I'm about to buy some more work. And I'm too, too excited to do it. Uh, matter of fact, I'm getting to buy a canvas. That's my first canvas from this artist that um, we grew up together. Yeah, she's known me for a while. 
let's just say she's known me since middle school. And I'm sure they her in high school, middle school, college, done that. <laughs> Been a long time. The point I'm making is she's known me when I was skinny. And for those who know Tamika Michelle Newell, I am a thick, curvaceous woman. She knew me when, you know, I wasn't like that. <laughs> I mean, I've always been curvaceous, but like, not like I am now. I'm what they call a sick madam. <laughs> and I make no excuses for it. Whatever size you are, you're supposed to love it. So I've learned to love it and take care of myself. And I think I'm doing a good job today. I did a mile, but let's get off of me what I've achieved. So let's get on talking about giving up. So I'll be for like giving up on people. So people like the person who I made reference to, what was the awkward thing was that she's done this before to me. See, I, I have a rule, and I think this is a wise rule. A person has one time to lie to me, meaning once you show me I can't trust you, once you repeatedly show me that I can't trust you, it's a problem. It's you stole my trust from you just that quick. So when I'm talking about giving up on not just my business, but my, but people, let me tell you something. I've been really blessed. A lot of my clientele like 98% of them are training me how to run my business. These people put money in my pocket. These people suggest different products that I didn't have the nerve to do or wasn't even thinking about. But see, you know, money talks, right? And this is people who are actually repeated customers. These are not your everyday Joe. Well, they're my everyday regular customer clientele. So, I've been really getting hurt lately. I had a relative contact me. I'm not going to put her name out there or what position she was in my life. And, yeah, I told this person I love them and they slammed the phone on me, hung up on me. But this person is known for doing reckless things like that. And I appreciate my feelings. So all that does is push me away. The next day, the very next day, less than 24 hours later, I had another relative that questioned my Christianity. Ooh, that angered me in a sense like, first of all, who the fuck are you? <laughs> and you are in the wrong. I didn't say who the fuck are you because I am a Christian, y'all. Learn to die to the flesh. <laughs> if some things are beneath me, because I'm a child of God, of the Most High God, so my standard ought to be higher than the rest of the world. And I look at people's credibility, too. This will help me feel better about myself. First of all, I confronted the problem. It took me an hour. I was going off for a while and crying out to someone, a girlfriend of mine, listening to me cry about it. She was just so sweet listening to me. Thank you, girl. I appreciate it. But the point I'm making is, at the end of that conversation, I realized I need to exp express how this person was in the wrong. And, of course, because people love, you know, to be evil-spirited. Um, try to just, First, you try to ask me to forgive you and then justify your crap. You're not going to get a forgiveness from me, you know, or getting me to keep the door open because I was about ready to close it. She don't know me 
like she thinks she know me. I went too far from blocking her. Like I've been blocking a lot of people in my life that are um, dysfunctional, who refuse to respect me and want to come at me and attack me. Okay, you want to disrespect me? Oh, that's what you are. And this is what you consistently be. So this is what I've been dealing with. I paused because I had to think about the different people that are distracting me. Also, what other part of me that wanted to give up was on people. See, y'all, I don't know about you, but I fight with depression. I know I'm not the only one. It can't be. But if I, if I can't fight, if when I start backing up and getting isolated, that's when real problems, well, happen. And I get suicidal. And I'm, I'm really trying not to go there. And you know what? I'm going to tell you something real, real, real for real. People are going to be who they are. Either you're here on this earth or you, you kill yourself. People are going to be who they are. So what nauseous does it make to take your own life because people are evil-spirited to you because their character is fucked up? You see how unlogical that sounds? It was a defense mechanism for me for years. And like today, I know that's insanity. So I avoid that. I hope you avoid too. It is not easy, y'all. When you put your heart out there and people just want to crush it. And and then get mad at you because you crying. <laughs> it's fucking psychotic and sick and sadistic. It says a lot about who they are. You know, people, I've, I try to tell people that we sometimes get it mixed up with vanity, meaning... We think people are beautiful by the base of the way they look. I'm not saying that the way someone's look, you should not honor it. What I am saying is, there's something underneath all that. What I am saying, don't judge a book by its cover, judge it by their character. Just like, okay, I'll put, use me as an example again. <sighs> Y'all. I'll be real with you for a minute. There was a time where I didn't date black men because I was raped, sodomized by sick, perverted black men while I was still a virgin. Okay, I'm just being honest. And some people, I know actually a few people that they can't deal with men because, you know, Men did things to them, take away their innocence, like it happened to me. So I didn't know how to trust men. And my father wasn't around at the time to protect his daughter, you see. Some people, I don't know if y'all know it or be aware of it, but some women get divorced. I'm divorced. But I'm happily divorced, and I don't have any kids. Some men are attracted to women that have kids on purpose so they can do things with their kids. Get me? It ain't right. I don't agree with it. Hell no. But my direction of honoring a black man was really messed up for a while. And I'm a dark-skinned black woman. So being that being said, I've met and known too many black men who prefer a woman who looks more blonde hair, blue eyes, green eyes. They say that's beauty. 
and you see them look European, brainwashed. I'm not saying every black brother is like that, but a lot of them are. They say, oh, I prefer that. <laughs> you know how I feel when, when a black man tells me he prefers to be with a mixed biracial or a white-skinned woman? You know what? You can go right ahead. Do me and you a favor so I don't have to tolerate you. Boom. <laughs> That's how I think. Okay. So I've grown a lot in my life that I don't feel like, because I don't look like that. Or I don't look like the so-called dime girl. If I don't look like that to you, then you need to leave me alone and stop being a problem to me. You know, you know, some some men are just stupid, man. They're so demanding. And <sighs> my sexuality, I'm a straight heterosexual. And I'm proud of it. Whatever sexuality that you desire, I hope that there's pleasure there. I hope there's joy there, you know. So I've met a lot of girls that, well, because, like I said before, they've had things happen to them that family members did with an S, did things to them that really messed them up. And it's really hard for some young ladies to come back from that. And then they don't value their body because of the stuff that happened to their body. So I, I kind of get it, but I, one thing I promised myself is that my sexuality, I'm not giving no man that. Meaning, I'm not because of some nasty pervert. And this takes a strong mind and a strong heart to do that. I refuse not to believe in love. I refuse to not to believe that it can be better than what I experienced with the abusers. I refuse to believe the lies and deception of this world. I just refuse to believe it because those things can have hold a, a lifetime of problems for you if you don't know how to stand. And that's where I have to be. So for a while, I didn't like black men. I didn't have nothing to do with them. Okay? Because I always felt like I wasn't enough. But I'm really glad God recovered me. And I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Black men are gorgeous. How can I not look at them? <laughs> How can I not desire them? But at the same time, my perception was they were men without honor. They were more like animals. And like, it's weird because my dad is a man. It's a black man. So like, I can't say that for every black man, that every black man is going to be like the one who did things to me. Let me get off that subject because I, I wanted to speak on that because far too long, people, women, and men, because I've known plenty of men that's been sexually abused too, that were open enough to talk about it because they've, I think that's courage when you're able to talk about it and also shows a sign of healing, you know, and deliverance. Just my opinion, my perception, but my point really, very simple. Don't give up on the good in this world, folks. There's a lot of messed up people. If I told you every name that did me dirty, like, I have to tell you, I think about the domino effect. Like, where did I come to this mindset? I just want to give up on everybody, including my own business. I've even questioned that just yesterday. 
I question it. Why did I question my business? And maybe you're questioning your business or your art and your product. I question it. I got the floor, so I'm going to go ahead and speak. I put out some new products. Like, for those who know my business, update. I got some cards that I'm making with my images. And negative people. And then some people just say stuff just to, just to be talking. Just to hear themselves talking. I have to tell myself this. But, like, I told them that I wanted to, to produce this, that, and the other. And then when I showed them and told them, because they, they agreed that they were going to, you know, buy something. Hold on, let me get something to drink. When I told them what I was doing, these are people who've already purchased work from me. Say, oh, you have an art gallery show, or you do, you go ahead and sell those cards. I definitely come out and support you. Hmm. These same people turn around and tell me, don't respond to my post. Sometimes it gets to me. Maybe it's just me, but I like to think I'm not the only one in the world that I'm still figuring out how to advertise. How to reach my clientele? What do my clientele want? Huh. Sometimes it's hard. It's challenging. Because they say one thing and you produce the product. And then they say something else. Days later. That's what I deal with. So it's a giant disappointment. See, when you do business, let me tell you what you're giving these people. Y'all both giving this to each other. Trust. Credibility. Reliability. This is why a lot of folks don't go into business. A lot of people don't want to even go through the, un the, the risk of being let down. And the point I'm making to you is really simple. Don't let everybody up in your damn business. That's in your life, but like, not just that, but like, whatever product or art that you create, do not let everybody buy it. Everybody ain't worthy of it. I'm going to say it again. Everybody is not worthy of your unique product. This is a podcast about not giving up. Do not give up. Do not give up. I even have a card that people say is so beautiful, but like, this is my thought. I know what I like, but I have to, I ask people just to see, do you like what I like? <laughs> do I get a thunderous applause? It's more than money. Don't get me wrong, money is important. And that's the end result. You produce the, but you understand I said the word credibility. But the person is credible. And they say they like a specific product. And they want you to produce it. And you produce it. <laughs> and you tell them that you produce it. And they tell you later, oh, I can't do it. 
This is why. And this is the same person that actually bought products for me with an S. Not one, not two. Products with an S, repeat customers. It's just heartening, but you know what? It made me see who you are. It made me see your reliability. You have none. So, I can get upset at negative people, but I check their credibility, meaning they repeatedly showed me I can't trust them. That is what it is. They repeatedly showed me that I'm, uh, I associate with you, but we do business every now and then. So, I said the words, okay, did snap off, you know, you leave that for the streets. Meaning, if you're a person who, for whatever reason, maybe something came up, this is the holiday, things do happen. A lot of people have lost their jobs around this time of the year, you know, and it's actually scary because I'm talking about people who have families to provide for and um, even just to provide for themselves is scary, you know what? But I'm going to tell you something. I don't know you, but I hope... I hope that you hold your business in high regard. I hope you hold your talent in high regard. Meaning, I heard this from a rich person. It's true. You have more sources of income. Because with one source, at any given time, it can be taken from you. So you have a variety of sources. So you have to make your money work for you. And one good way that you can make your money work for you, I call it investing, is reinvesting your money into your art. It could be art supplies, it could be art setup, it could be advertisement. Let me see, I think Facebook advertisement is $5. But you want to look at the free, so go for the free first. Then if you think, you know, that it can use more of an extension and then you look at also what was the end result behind you advertising your work between from Facebook I got a variety of people but did they come back now nah, most of them did like I say less than 10% did so I just spent all this money five dollars I spent more than five dollars I have my Facebook groups, my Facebook pages, just like the rest of all of y'all. And, um, you know, you want people to respect your business, meaning you want them to honor it. And maybe they can't pay for a product. Like I said, a lot of people are losing their jobs. and A lot of things are cut short right now. Like this month, I'm sorry, the 30th, I was supposed to buy some stock in um, certain like class A businesses but guess what I decided it and I think it was clever instead of me taking my money and giving it to these class A multi-billion trillion dollar businesses at this time of the year I decided to cut back and wait and be wise with my money. Oh yeah. So you're investing. See the key of investing is consistency. So 
I've been looking at different companies. And I'm not trying to get y'all stock tips and advice. I mean, I'm not a... I know how to buy stock. I haven't traded stock in it. I'm about to start that, but... I'm going to wait till I have a certain amount of my bank account, my personal bank account. I actually got multiple bank accounts. Not going to tell you where, but I'm just saying. I'm going to have to wait. A lot of times, I think we get impatient. Okay, I do. I'm like a like a three-year-old sometimes. Like, oh, it's not done yet. And I'm literally getting upset and mad and angry. Like, okay, today I had a repeated customer communicate with me. That she wanted, she wanted another photo plate. She bought my squirrel, my surprise squirrel photo plate. Now she's buying my, I have a chicky, it's like a little baby goose, yellow fur, real cute. She wants that on a plate. Hey, she wanted to pay the price. And I try to give her a deal always because she always come back to me, you know. So that's just me saying, it's a way of me saying thank you. And like if I'm talking to a client or a potential client that they're going through a financial, you know, hardship, I try to meet them in between, you know, negotiate somewhere where we can both agree. And I advise you to do the same because sometimes people are going through something, you know. So I try to be compassionate and sensitive to what I don't lack empathy at all. And that's one of the good things about my uniqueness that I know this is my big heart. And I'm not saying you have to do it all the time. It's just if this is what they're going through, okay, we're going to do business, but we're going to do it where we can have an actual agreement, you know? Like I know I'm not getting rich off of getting, you know, you to buy, you know, I haven't got clientele that will buy my stuff for thousands of dollars just yet. I tell myself to be careful about what I say. Like, I ain't going to get rich off of them. Hold up. It might happen one day. It might happen to you. Y-O-U. So I question my business when I put all these different... Um, it affects me when people are not following or putting likes on my Facebook page or my Instagram or my um, WordPress or don't put a, a positive response, I think y'all don't even notice me. I think that my work isn't important. And I, I'm just telling you that's the negative, the negative mind. Y'all didn't say, you ain't shit. <laughs> Ugh, your work is ugly. Y'all ain't said nothing like that to me. But I'm thinking this. I'm feeling this because with a business owner, not just an artist, but as a business owner, communication is essential to build any type of relationship, especially a business relationship. So, when I seen that my community of people, and I don't know how many people you have on your Instagram, on your Facebook, on your Twitter, on your um, on your Facebook groups, your special. Some of y'all got special Facebook groups. I'm going to do a Facebook group podcast, advertising my Facebook group and inviting y'all. And be ready for that. I'm going to do that this Saturday for sure. But let me get back to, so the point is, a customer, a repeated customer sold to me and we talked. And she told me about different, like, she tried to compare price with me. 
And I just told her, this is the price, and that's it. I know she makes good money. I'm not aware of how much, and it's not my business. But the person said, I'd rather support you than a big business person, a small business person. You know, someone within the community. That's the thing I like about living in Jersey versus where I used to stay in Las Vegas. I'm not saying I didn't get support in Vegas because if I didn't get support in Vegas, I would not be here in Jersey. Being real for a second, like I look at the whole picture. I had people supporting me after I came to Jersey, buying my work after I came to Jersey and still stays in communication with me. And they don't have to do that. They choose to. It was their, I like to think it was their good pleasure. And I'm grateful for that, you know? So let me go ahead and talk with you. Oh, by the way, I have some cards that I am selling. I try to do stuff this for the season, Christmas, but I got more everyday occasion success. I haven't got a happy birthday one yet, though. I'm working on that. The point is, I have two different types of plates that I'll be selling. One is my little chicky plate, and the other one is my wow picture. Please tell me y'all know that one. That was my first picture I sold at my first art gallery show here in 2016. I sold it to a woman who was about to get married, and that was of the bride bought it. And um, she was excited just to buy it from me. Trust me, it's a part of me didn't want to let it go, but and like I sold the rights to it, I just sold, I ain't sold the copyright, I just sold the picture. Well, I really liked it. It's, the picture is named Wow, you have to catch the angle. That angle is going to be on the plate. And I think it's going to look really, really good. So I actually have a plate and a art mug, 13 ounce, that is my Wow picture. So I decided to take a chance on that. That's a gamble when I haven't asked the customer, but I'm asking myself what I think I think that would catch my clientele if they see my art presented on their on a plate. Some people prefer that. The the surprise squirrel picture, I actually took a chance on it. I didn't ask other clientele or repeated customers what should I do? I had just reacted and bought it. And when I bought it and, and told the person that, that I was waiting for it to come, they wanted it. So I knew that, pay, that plate was already paid for. And then someone else wanted it too. And someone else wanted it too. Well, people think it's cute. I think it's cute. But I sometimes your instinct, okay, a lot of times your instinct can gravitate you and put you in a position you got to take a chance on yourself. That's the whole point of being a, not only an artist. When you're an artist, it's your vision. It's your dream. And no one else can see the way you see. It's your money. It's your talent. Use it accordingly. Some of us have businesses on the inside of us. I mean, multi-billion dollar businesses on the inside of us. It's up to us to use it to effectively pull the right clientele to get that type of money, to live that type of happy lifestyle, successful, happy lifestyle. It's really up to you. Don't give up on your dreams. You can choose to give up on them. 
I'd rather you not give up on them instead of living with regret. And hear what I say. You want to have more than one type of income. Some of y'all don't have two jobs. I'm being real. Some of y'all don't have a, a high-paying job, maybe. I don't know. I don't know your business. I don't know everybody's business. And it's not my business about how much you make. I'm telling you to not give up on you. Don't give up on you, your happiness, your joy, and any type of distraction from that that provides you confused, angry, hurt, repeat. Do not let people keep minimizing you, your strength, your faith, and not honoring or respecting you. Because remember, that's not a relationship. That's a problem that needs to be nipped in the bud regardless of what title they hold in your life. It could be a friend family member, it could be a business partner, I don't know. It can be a variety of things that you hold important, but you do not hold these people more important than your own voice. You hear what I'm saying? Do not hold these people more important than your own voice, because when you do not support your own voice, you're giving yourself a disservice. You're cheating yourself. Why? I do not know. I know why I've done it in the past. I'm learning to stop doing that. Thank God because I'm getting self-esteem. And it's a consistent process, by the way. If you're interested in any of the products I spoke about, or even some of the artists I spoke about, like Tanisha Hampton, capital T-E-N-I-C-H-A, capital H-A-M-P-T-O-N. She paints and she sketches and she's pretty good at it. You have to see it for yourself. And also, associate of mine, Point Blank, hip hop artist, check him out. And my name is, this is the Tamika Michelle podcast show. And if you see any products that you like or you're interested or you got some business advice for me, I'm all ears. Today I'm here to encourage you to not give up. Because sometimes when we give up, right there at that point, we're ready to give up. That's when the blessings come. That's when the miracles come. That's when the businesses come. That's when the clientele come. That's when your joy comes. That's when the when you're at that breaking point, that's a lot of us, that you're literally on the lines of brilliance, greatness, strength that you didn't know you had. So strong to where you can encourage and motivate so many others. Your victory, your accomplishments, a lot of times is to encourage so many more people. And lately I've been challenged. And I I am looking at we all being challenged. Let's keep it honest. COVID nineteen, a lot of people are testing positive that I wasn't even aware that were sick. These are people who are important to me, are important to their family members, are important to not just me, but friends of mine. People who I consider friends and associates, close associates of friends and family-like. Maybe I'm the only one, I like to believe I'm not, that friends and family, people who I consider family, or actual family, loyal, supportive, kind-hearted. These people to me are family. And they don't have to look like me for me to respect them, 
to connect with them, and to have a trust relationship with. By the way, while we're talking about the word trust, I want to thank all my people who've been supporting me from day one. For my art, I'm at 472. That means, I remember I said I was at 457. I've been selling my work, and it's been taking off. And I am so dang proud of me. Maybe there's something you can do creative. I've done so many different things in my art. I'm still growing. My people who I'm aligned with, my continual repeat clientele, people who they've built credibility with, these are people who you want to listen to. You won't know if you have these type of people until you try and look, don't give up. Because the minute you're ready to give up, there's so many other, so much competition out there. Trust me, I ain't trying to be funny. I really am not. I'm just telling you the truth. That a person who has the money calls the shot. Well, technically, no, that's not true. If you have a business, do not let people degrade and navigate your business in a direction where you were not trying to go, where you are not trying to sacrifice. Do you hear what I'm saying? Don't let those type of people even be worthy enough to manipulate your business. I heard a rich person say this, and he's smart, I think. Anybody out there watch reality television? I do. Um, Hardcore pawn, yeah. Um, this is the one in Las Vegas because I've been in Vegas for eight years. I mean, there's one in Detroit too, but I was watching the one in Vegas. One thing I like about Vegas, among other little things, I would call them desert Las Vegas benefits. There is some benefits among the other craziness that I experienced, but some crazy good going on. Like, their pawn shops are spectacular. I'm going to say it again. Their pawn shops are spectacular. They hold a sense of class that I don't see in every state. I'm being real for a minute. They hold a sense of class that I don't see in every state. Meaning, <laughs> give you a small example. One of their clientele, they had an appraisal. Look at this guy's guitar. I might have spoken about this before, but it was signed by the legend, Jimi Hendrix. Anybody out there like Jimmy? I love me some Jimmy. And I wasn't alive when he was around. <laughs> and I don't have to be alive when this legend was alive. I just know his music. I've seen his videos, his performance. Whoa. So he signed this guitar. They had an appraiser check out the signature, and it was his dead match. So I'm not going to talk against the guy who was bother not bothering but like negotiating a price and when he tried to tell him ten thousand he said uh-uh he said i know too many people right now that will pay at least ninety thousand ten thousand twenty thousand cash right now he said uh he said one thing you never be and he looked at the camera he said never be desperate for the dollar he said i know at least at least, so I don't know how many people this man knew, but there's a lot of Jimi Hendrix fans. I've watched this man. You probably have too. If you like Jimi Hendrix like myself, everybody don't like Jimi Hendrix, but 
I certainly am caught up watching this man playing the guitar with his teeth. <laughs> playing the guitar behind his back. What? <laughs> Amazing. I was watching the this um, thing that he was doing. It was a concert. It was Voodoo Child. Oh, my gosh. He took that guitar, played it with his teeth. Now, he played with his teeth on Hey Joe. Okay. Then he played Voodoo Child, and he actually played it behind his back. I said, this man is too, he was too much. Okay. <laughs> but you see why people uh, got a thing for Jimmy. And he said, I know people who want to pay for this right now, 90 to 100,000. I'm not going to take 20,000. He said, I see we're not going to come to the good agreement. When he said 20,000, and he said, I'm stopping there. I said, okay. He said, okay. And he put up the guitar in the case. Put it up. And he said, never. And he looked right in the camera and said, never be desperate for the dollar. But he did shake the man's hand. Um, I believe he was one of the owners of the Hardcore Pond in Las Vegas. It's in downtown Las Vegas. For those who live in 702, y'all already know where it's at, right? I used to stay in Vegas for eight years, though. I mean, talk about a person who don't give up. I lived in Vegas for eight years. I was living in the desert for eight years. And my great testimony story I talk about a lot is how three Christian women invested in me. And paid for a one-way ticket to get me out of Las Vegas. They weren't even from America. They were from London, England. They just seemed that I was being chased and literally beat up on the strip of Las Vegas. And they were afraid for my life. Yeah, so that says a lot about the compassion of people. I'm sorry, y'all. I get, I get stunt when I think about how far I've came. Me, afraid of someone who I used to share my life with, became my life. It was hard, but I got through it. I'm not trying to sit here and make you feel sorry for me, no. I'm strong. I'm strong today. And I refuse to have that type of person up in my life calling that love. And you know, with COVID, and everybody got to stay home, a lot of people are getting beat up, beat the fuck up. Because, well, let's keep it honest. I'm sorry to apologize if I offend anybody for cursing. But it's actually reality for a lot of women and men who deal with abuse. That their spouse, they stuck with their spouse. Some of them got families. And like a lot of couples I keep hearing, you hear the positive and you hear the negative. Like, I've heard couples like, you know, a new kid is coming. I think that's beautiful. It's been a time having fun. <laughs> bringing life into the world. I think it's a beautiful thing. Don't you? So I thought that was great. And then unfortunately, you got women who feel like they cannot leave because of COVID. And then don't nobody want to go in a shelter. I ain't trying to be funny, but like the shelter is full of germs. And I'm telling you this before COVID. I knew many women who were married like myself who left the domestic violence shelters because the staff was horrible. Um, I used to live at two different shelters, actually three technically, but when I was living with, you know, going through the motion of leaving my ex-husband and how many times I left him and came back, I got tired of women. Somebody, hold up, you're a female, 
And you talk to me worse than the man that beat on me? And then a lot of times women get used to it. I'm not saying it's the right thing or the right choice, but there ain't no another woman going to just beat on me. I'm not saying they actually beat on the women. I ain't going there. But the way they spoke to the women, when the women were basically telling them they were in the wrong because they called them stealing their items, stealing donations, they should speak up because I'm pretty sure that's not legal. That a nonprofit business, you're taking that stuff home, not to another nonprofit. You're not licensed to do delivery, trust me. You're just a person that's, a lot of them are getting paid um, low amounts of money. I don't know exactly how much, but I heard a lot of the shelter um, staff complain about how little they got. But it doesn't justify the means of stealing from women. So you have to understand how I ain't going to lie to you. I was one of those girls that um, I got tired of dumb stuff. You get tired of being played for stupid. You get tired of like, people belittling you because you don't have a place to stay. You don't have no money. And then in Vegas, unfortunately, they do not help their homeless. They do not help you get on your feet. Here in Jersey, and I'm not trying to tell you, if you're homeless, come to Jersey. No. Jersey is not for everybody. I like small town with big hearts. That's what I experienced in New Jersey. Small town with big hearts. And they so supportive. They didn't even gotta know your name. And they were like, I believe in you. And I'm like, oh God. <laughs> they like my like they call them fanatics. They joke about it. People joke about it. But I think it's beautiful that these people don't even know you. And they just know you're human and you matter. And that's all. That's it. Like I even remember one day I was sending off some work that I sold. One of my double matted frames, 8x10s, that I sell for normally 150 And I was packing it up, and I was getting ready in the post office. And this guy who didn't even know me, he was in a line. He was like, and he said, that's good, that's good. Because he would listen to me talk to the uh, front desk woman. And he going to say, and we believe in you. And I'm like, wow. I wouldn't have, I'm almost 100% sure I wouldn't have got that in Detroit. Even though the person who I was sending to was in Detroit. <laughs> I'm keeping it honest. You won't tell the whole story, tell the whole dang story. So I don't remember getting a whole bunch of, like, we believe in you sort of, like, mindset in Detroit. Um, Detroit I'll say New Jersey is like that. New Jersey is definitely a lot, a good different. That little small towns, I feel like small businesses, small towns, I feel like when those go, we're in big trouble. That means only the multi-billionaires, international monopolizing the retail or whatever type of business game. We're in trouble when those people, small people don't exist anymore. Small businesses don't exist anymore. Because, you know, the whole American dream that you can come from nothing to something in this country is actually true. You're talking to a woman that had was sleeping on a cot in the shelter at Five Five Atlantic, and I was wearing $200 clothes, outfits, hair done nice, and I had someone who worked at the shelter who paid for 45 of my pieces of my 8x10s so I can sell my work. 
to he paid for the cost and the framing. Yeah. You want to put up money. If you want to look at the price of getting me to do that, 200 for my outfit and my hairdo. And then I know how much it costs to get my work developed. How do I know? We did it online through Walgreens. And when I sent the pictures, I happened to look over at the bill. It was over $300. You hear what I said? It was over $300. I know for sure that $330 was spent for my 45 pieces to be developed. My work. That's four, 500 I don't even know how much it cost it to get those 45 frames. But I'm assuming it's at least 8 by 10 Normally it's like, what? Fifteen dollars. I'm just talking the price range, and times that by forty-five, y'all. Fifteen times forty-five. Pretty sure that is in the hundreds. Okay. Even if like you did like a group like Amazon does. Amazon Amazon does four in a pack. That's forty bucks. Forty four. 10 times. That's 400 at least. That's over a grand that my work was represented here in Jersey in 2016 at my first art gallery show. Huh. Long story short, y'all, dreams can come true. A thousand, over a thousand dollars was spent. And I'm just really breaking down. I'm really good with numbers. So I just broke down the numbers right now from a woman who was sleeping on a cot. And I had live music and entertainment. I had even friends who could not sing but sang, who came to my art gallery show. And I kind of put them on the spot, but oh well. Okay, so they actually sung an art gallery show for me. It was awesome. Okay, so the point is, even in the darkest, darkest night, the darkestness, not just darkness of a night, darkness of your situation, that's when your blessings come. That's when the miracles come. So if you're thinking about giving up, use my stories. Thank you all of you who've been supporting my work. By the way, you can leave a text here, a voicemail here. Kindly leave a voicemail and I will gladly get back to you. Or share this with other people. You're welcome to do such a thing. So if you want reasons why you should, shouldn't give up, me who once was homeless, now who is not, who's literally laying on her own bed in the Collingswood, in the suburbs. I'm not even in Camden. And you're welcome to become a subscriber here on this podcast show, and you're welcome to donate. And if you're incurring any products that I've talked about or any artists, look them up on Facebook or look me up. Thank you for your time. Over and out. Don't give up. Hey, don't give up. Over and out.